considered trifles. I'm calling on behalf of the client. Ah, yes. Mr. Wick is otherwise engaged at present. Does he have them yet? Not yet, but by morning, definitely. We have been very patient. Indeed, and for that we are very grateful. But you will have the Crimson Letters very soon. Good then. Good. The Apocalypse Players present Crimson Letters A Call of Cthulhu 7th Edition Scenario by Alan Bly Starring Joseph Chance as Dr. Jonas Steinweg Dannon McAleer as Professor Duckworth Dan Wheeler as Kirk Sleep, P.I. With our special guests, Doug McAndrew as Dr. Althea Montrose and Mike Percival Maxwell as P.J. Mahoney. The Keeper of Arcane Law is Dominic Allen. Chapter 15, The Conqueror Worm. You see something come around the side of the house. Can I can I lean out of the window and get my hip flask out and and, and raise a toast to it? <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> I know this is something bad. I, I don't want to look at this. If Montrose <laughs> can find the effort of will to look away, I don't look. I've got my eye on Wick. It's too opaque to be clear what it is. Um, what a relief! But uh, it's definitely a large shape moving quickly. <laughs> Who's driving? Well, if I'm reversing the car, then I'm looking behind me see where I'm going. Indeed. Very good. Uh, we such cowards. <laughs> oh, yeah. You better believe it. I think, Tom, what I, what I say is, I say, but see, amidst the mimic rout, a crawling shape intrude. A blood-red thing that hides from out the scenic solitude to your head. <laughs> Remembering, as I do, of course, the uh, chilling words of Cecil Hunter and his quoting of the Conqueror Worm. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and then I come back in and I grab people by the shoulders and I say, We've done it! We've done it! We've cracked it! This will be tenure for certain! What are you talking about? <laughs> You'll get a, at least... You'll get at least ten years. <laughs> the car sort of like screeches on two wheels. The tires squeal on the on the asphalt, and you. Would you like me to make a drive? <laughs> uh, no, I think that's fine. Um, where do you, where do you drive to? Is the question. Where are we going, gents and Miss um, Montrose? Away, away from this place and whatever that thing was. We should have drinks. We should celebrate a dinner. <laughs> there is nothing to celebrate yet, Doctor Steinweg. We, we are no closer to our goal. I, I, I grab Duckworth's hand and I shake his hand. And I, I always suspected that your face might have been taken by something supernatural. Now we must celebrate. It's perfect. Yes. Quiet, quiet, quiet. Where next, gentlemen? Where next, Mister Wick? I take it uh, you didn't find anything, uh, Miss Miss Court's house. Oh, she—it's been abandoned for some time. Well, uh, I guess the, the, the Mason house. Yes, I believe so. To Hob House. If, if if it is not she, but indeed he, then that would be the natural place to go next. Uh, you're heading to Hob House. It's it's. It's a half, just less than a half hour drive out of Arkham. Excellent. You drive through those, it's a sort of ancient feeling place. These little hamlets and, and, uh, and villages that, their gambrel roofs and their, you know, all that stuff. The hills rise wild out here. Yes. And. Don't they just. Wick kind of directs you a little bit. He seems to know the way or mm. remember the way. And you go through these winding country lanes. The trees get gnarlier and older, thicker, and the gloom becomes pervading. Even though there's a full moon out, a sort of blood moon, the wind is whipped up and the trees 
you know, shake and uh, the hedgerows hiss with the wind. A storm is blowing in, clearly. Rain begins to lash the car at one point. And ahead of you, you then see this mansion. It's this squat, blackened, lopsided thing on the horizon, caught in the moonlight. It looks like the roof has collapsed at one side. It's it's dilapidated and lying in ruin. But all around it, above, there is this there are these occasional pulses like sheet lightning, but it's red, like blood red. Uh, and it keeps like flashing overhead. You're not quite sure what you're looking at. Under his breath, Wick mutters, Witchfire. Ah, I don't know, Witchfire. What's that? Witchfire, Mr. Wick, (laughs) Witchfire. Enlighten me, if you would. It is the sign of... It is... It is another mark that has been left. I see. We're close to it. Yes. And the seals are breaking. Reality may be thin here. And your intention, Mr. Wick, is to intervene and prevent this from happening. Yes? We have to. We have to now. She looks at him very carefully as she asks that question. Very carefully. Mm. If whatever is contained escapes, it won't just be our problem. No. No, all right then. I think you've probably all seen enough now to believe me. You, yes. you, you, you keep talking about... Except for maybe Mr. Mahoney. About about uh, things contained, things escaping, but uh, you, you, you're very vague about exactly what it is. I mean, what what are we talking about? Some kind of wild animal or something? Uh, yeah, yeah, like the cougar. Bright and brilliant like the cougar, but much bigger. Even bigger than a bear, I would say. What if there were 20 of them? Imagine. It would be marvellous. It's like being one, like one of your gridiron teams. A mountain lion? Oh, much bigger. Oh. But you know what they say in the night? How easily is a bush supposed to bear? I, I look at him <laughs> with absolute horror and recognition. How long is my madness going to last? Is it, is it, is it, is that the sort of thing that could bring me out? That kind of terrifying Shakespearean quotation from out of the mouth of sleep. Yeah, from the strangest of sources. Probably as you're pulling up, uh, your cheerfulness is subsiding, but you still have a meaner mania. So that mania will flare up. Yeah, I love it. Love it. At, at times of. You've never said anything true or sleep. Supposed a bear. Fearful symmetry. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Tiger, tiger, burning bright, like the witch fire in the night. Oh, I know that one. I know that one. Tiger, tiger, you burn so bright. I take out the pendant that I took from, um, uh, I always want to call him Flannery. That's not his name. Anthony Flinders. Flinders. Uh, I t- that I took out, it's still kind of smeared in his blood from when uh, sleep punched him so hard that he died. Um, uh, and I say, what could I do with this? Would it work against her or for her? I, Wick actually laughs. And he says, I don't think, I, I don't think some satanic trinket's going to be much use here. All right, Mr. Wick, um, if we could just focus and try and be helpful to one another. Um <laughs> Have you anything that might help? <laughs> yeah, this was going to be my next question. Oh, yes. Yes, I do. Excellent. But you'll have to keep it busy. Yes, of course. We are the pawns. I think we've realised that. What? Um, what? 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 It, what? The, the cougar? Be on your guard, is all I will say. Dr. Duckworth, you are the bishop. PJ Mahoney, you are the knight. Dr. Montrose is, of course, our queen, always working the angles in the silent... We're all drafts, you fool, and only one of us can hope to be crowned. Does he actually say that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. Well. <laughs> That's all. I, I say, um, well, I suppose I should use prov- Provokiev's Gambit, then. And uh, <laughs> I, I get out of the car without saying anything else. Listen, listen. This, this ain't a game. I, I also step out of the car, pull my fedora hard down on my head, put a, put a, a camel in my mouth and light it. <laughs> Where the hell did the camel come from? Are you sure it ain't a dromedary? 
<laughs> I think he said a candle. That's what I thought. <laughs> a camel, a camel cigarette. A candle. A candle. <laughs> Stick a dynamite. I, I get out of the car and I I hoik up my high rise trousers. <laughs> right up to the nipple. I turn to Dr. Montrose and I say, Well, Doctor, shall we? Yes, let's, uh, let's put an end to this. I'm so tired. I, I, I want my bed, to be honest with you. <laughs> I think we, uh, we could all do with a little sleep. <laughs> you got to save that for the last line of the uh, of the scenario. <laughs> it's like the may come back the end line and titles. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I think I I, I defer to Montrose and um, to M- Montrose Duckworth Mahonian sleep in this moment. I'm sort of I offer my arm to Montrose, but otherwise I'm just drinking in this vitch fire. I, I realised mm. that. We're in the end game now. I, I pull my, my sword out of its cane, tuck the cane back through my belt loop, and just have the sword out. And I've got my cloth with these tiny ripped holes for my eyes. I look like the early Jason Voorhees, you know, before he got the hockey mask. Um, and uh, I just turn to the others and say, um, well, shall we? Yes. Excellent. And I make my way up towards the front door. PJ will check that his revolver is loaded and... Uh and join you. Abner Wicks with you as you walk up the steps, these rotting wooden steps up to the portcullis of this house. <laughs> it looks quite dark within, and it's completely derelict. I mean, the door is actually hanging on its hinges, and it and it, it goes bang, 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 bang in the wind as you approach it. Um, if I am the first in line, I mean, the first thing I want to check is this portcullis. I don't want to be under it at any point for longer than I need to. Oh, sorry, I mean like a like a port, port. <laughs> right, okay, thank It's not a car. Uh, yeah, in which <laughs> case, I, I think I walk straight up and like put a kick to the hinge of the flapping door and try and kick it off its hinge. Yeah, well, it flies open easily. Excellent. Well, shall we? And you find yourselves in a. It's all wooden inside. Everything's everything's sort of black wood, uh, warped in places. There's a, quite a grand staircase that goes up uh, in a big curve and doors off in different directions. The wind is actually blowing through the house. It's clearly, clearly windows missing and things like that. So this was the house of Caleb Hobhouse, mm. clerk of the court. And before that, we assume Kaziah Mason's house, yeah? As far as we know. Yes. Doesn't look like anybody's here. cast the flashlight around there are many people who condemned those women who gained by their actions oh yes I imagine this was a nice house once could I do a listen roll you can yeah Uh, I'm going to spend three points of luck to pass it somewhere coming from upstairs there is a gentle susurration that you can't quite hear over the wind uh, but you catch it momentarily it's a voice whispering. Psychologically speaking, the answer will either be in the basement or the attic. Dr. Montrose, from your readings, what would you suggest? Does anyone eat anything? Ooh, no, good, good suggestion. I, I, see, I see Sleep's face doing something, and I look intently at him. Can I do a psychology role then? <laughs> uh, yeah. I see Steinweg examining sleep. <laughs> I do a psychology roll. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to have to spend two luck to pass my psychology roll, very disappointingly. I I'm going to do that. I see EJ looking at Steinweg, and I just want to see if he's still as sane as I thought he was. <laughs> um, Your turn. Get, get, get involved, Montrose. Uh, what, what can you hear? What can you hear, Mr. Sleep? I say... As I become, in, as I become intensely aware that everybody is studying everybody. <laughs> so you you walk through the door, sleep, hear something upstairs, and then you all just stare at each other intently. <laughs> I came out with a really good, valid Jungian theory, actually, 
in, in the midst of that. Yeah, you did. I mean, I'm wrong because I want to go to the I, basement, but that's fine. I undermined it with frivolity. No, quite, quite right. Quite right, too. So there's a lot of collective pensiveness, I think, is the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just this circle of people staring at each other. <laughs> Sleep, do you, do you share your discovery? About hearing something from upstairs? Mm. Not, not as such. I think I am... Um, <laughs> I look, I look around, and I say, um, uh, "Dr. Montrose." Yes. May, maybe you want to uh, take uh, take take a friend and check out the basement. I might, uh, I might look upstairs. Aye, aye. Well, now here, gentlemen and lady, I'm going I'm to do another psychology roll on him. <laughs> we, uh, Mister Week, you, you say you can pass this on to a seller, but. Perhaps, like the copies, surely it should be destroyed. Perhaps this whole place should be destroyed. This building is clearly derelict. Whatever's here, whatever is in that last house, it's not human. We should burn these papers, I believe. Perhaps we should start now. You want to burn the papers? (laughs) Well, give me one good reason why we shouldn't. If you had contained something awful inside a prison, would you burn down the prison? Well, what was that something awful in the last house we were at? What were the awful things we've seen this entire time? They don't seem to be contained. Nothing you're saying is convincing me that... Exactly. I see. Right? Doctor, Doctor, that's the point that the, the locks are failing. Exactly. We are here to repair them, to... uh to destroy them. Because of the copies, yeah? The copies were flawed, like um, Hunter said. I understand the theory. I'm just... Yes, Dr. Montrose, I, I'm sorry. You you know more of this than I. I, I just... Yes, let's, let's search the place. Let's search the place. I'm just... Yes, I'm on edge, perhaps. Uh, I'll head down, happy to be prompted, not seeing anything here, and if there's a... Uh, a stairway or some way to get down into the basement. She goes looking for it. Yeah, and I I start making my way towards it. I start looking for a stairway to head upwards. And as I do, I start talking over my shoulder and I say, when I was uh, working for the police force in Detroit, there was actually a fire. As soon as I hear that, I start following him because of the last couple of times I've managed to use his own narrative against him. There was actually... uh, a fire, and you notice that I'm not. I'm talking actively to you. I'm not. I'm not doing self narrative. Oh, okay. <laughs> there was a there was a fire in uh, the the police station. Excellent. Uh, no one knew how it started, but that that jailhouse burnt down, and uh, yes, some of the uh, some of the cons we had in there, they uh, they broke out. Mm. So if you think you can burn down a jailhouse. And the cons will burn alive inside. Well, you might be mistaken. Yeah. I'm inclined to trust Mister Wick on this one. No, no, yes. right. The I, prison's important. We keep the prison. Yes, I, w- I wouldn't like to burn any innocent people or guilty people. I, I'm against capital punishment. Uh, I, that wasn't my thought, but quite right. No, no, you misunderstand me. We want to preserve the integrity of the prison. I see. Start making my way upstairs. As you're going up, so you two going up the stairs, Dr. Montrose yeah. is looking around on the ground floor for a way down Downstairs. the basement. Yeah. What's Steinweger and Mahoney doing? Well, I'm, I'm very much with, um, uh, Dr. Montrose at that moment, but I think I do, um, just gently halt her and say, one moment, but sort of slightly under my breath. And then I, I, I dash back over to, uh, Duckworth. Uh, uh, and, and I say, um, yes, I say, I think you are always a man who has had a way of assuring a good night's sleep, but be careful what dreams may bring. uh, uh, And, and I look meaningfully at Duckworth and then I give up with all of my attempts to communicate in front of Wick. And I say, and I say, good luck. Thank you. And then I dash back to uh, Montrose. And to you, Steinbeck. Aye, there's the rub. And can you give me a power roll, Dr. Steinbeck? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
It is my best roll of the night. It is a zero three on an eighty. You suddenly get a bit of a headache, <laughs> and then it starts to pass. I love that as a result for for an extreme success on a power roll. You get a brief headache. Um, I, mm-hmm. I, I stop and I I, I I do touch my head just as I'm right next to Montrose, and I say, "Well, it's a filthy habit anyway." And I take out the last of my cocaine and I take it and I throw the tin away. Uh, what's Mahoney doing? So I think um, based on the fact that uh, neither Doctor Montrose nor Doctor Steinweg have um, Steinweg have uh, firearms, uh, I will join them in the search on the ground floor. Okay, so the three of you are together. Ah, Doctor Montrose, could you give me a power roll, please? Yes. Mm. Uh, let's see. I think that's a pass. Forty-eight. Is a pass, suppose 60. It's a normal success. Ah. Uh, yeah. Ah. Um, ah, uh. uh, yes. I was looking for a... Uh, I, yeah, I need a hard... Yeah, I, I can't I can do that. <laughs> I don't have the points of lot to spend, even if I wanted to. You might so, be able to push it if that's a, an allowable thing. Well, the, the, how aware is she even that anything untoward is... She has just seen me stop, mm. rub my head in a weird way, and then mm. do a dramatic gesture. You're right there, Doctor. Uh, maybe, maybe there's something. Although in my behaviour, of course, that's not particularly untoward. No. <laughs> well, throwing away your coat tin is fucking strange. That's not normal. Are you sure you want to get, get rid of your medicine there? Doctor Montrose is saying this to you, asking about your medicine, as you're sort of rubbing your head. And then you look back up and and Dr. Montrose has taken, has put her hands on your shoulders and she's leaning right into your face. And it actually, she's pulling you a little bit. Can you give me a, 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 a a fighting brawl roll actually? Or, or, or a, or a dodge depending on what you're doing. Do you try and break away or do you try and? I mean, my, my brawl is much better than my dodge. I mean, not much, yeah, better, but, it's, yeah, but it's better. But I don't want to hurt she's her. In, I don't want to hurt her, so... She's invading your space in a, a, a way that's less than welcome or pleasant is what I think. I think I'm... Because I'm, I'm sort of... Because of that good power roll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blag with you, if that's all right, Dom. Keeper of the... Um, keeper of the dark houses of the outskirts of Arkham. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I'm going to try the dodge, and I'm... And uh, mm. because I'm trying to get this pendant out, okay, trying to get out of the fight uh, to get this yeah. pendant out, I am going to spend some luck. Okay, that's forty-six on a thirty-five. I'm going to spend eleven luck to pass my dodge. Ow! Oi. F- fine, fine. So you manage to break free just as you see Doctor Montrose's eyes suddenly glow, incredibly bright. That's oh, it. It's very strange. <laughs> Dr. Montrose, you're completely unaware of this. Yeah. Um. <laughs> what, 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 what is it? What is it? I, I, I'm just... I'm just... I just want to make sure you're... Well. <laughs> Horrible. Quickly! I, I shout. What? I shout to the room. Quickly, it's happening! You recoil! It's happening! Daughter. Leave her with yeah. me! Mahoney, go up and protect the others! C- come, come here! What... Is it? What's going on? Just go up and protect the other. Um, yeah, and I take out the pendant and I say, I wish to know more. I wish to understand. And I'm going to try and use my Cthulhu mythos. I thought that's what you were going to do. I thought you were going to try and hypnotise her. <laughs> so did I. That, that would have been more sensible earlier. That six, no, three months ago, I would have tried that. Give us a Cthulhu mythos role. You would have tried that before you'd spent an awful lot of time criticising the rest of us for trying to hypnotise people. Oh, that is true, that is true. Even when I'd spent points in hypnosis. I do, I do, I, yeah. there's a history of me negatively criticising what I call <laughs> soft magic using in Call of Cthulhu. But we'll talk about that another time, it's a, it's a hot potato. Yeah, it's a pretty hot time. potato. As you can tell, it's a, it's a sharp subject for us. <laughs> It comes down less to like the rules of the game and more to whether or not you believe Darren Brown. I quoted, I quoted the text. D and D, D and D is a good system. It's very popular. If you want to go around a podcast on it, what would you call it? <laughs> Fun with your mate. Well, that's funny because there isn't a hypnosis skill in D and D, but there is in Call of Cthulhu. That's strange, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, there is. That is true. Who <laughs> fucking knows this stuff as well? 
But hey, you could be a purple rabbit <laughs> who's half dragonborn and only plays on Wednesday. Sorry, sorry. Give me a Cthulhu mythos, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on, go on. Oh, no, but I can't spend luck. I can't spend luck, can I? What's he got? No. You can? Oh, no, mythos roll. Oh, you can? Because yeah. I've rolled a zero nine. So that's in my... Because I was thinking I can do luck, right? So just four more luck. Yeah. She doesn't even think with only 32 luck now, so... That's plenty. That's a lot of luck. I had a lot of luck. Yeah. At this stage of the game, that's plenty. So, I, I mean, I say yeah. this. I mean, obviously, it's a disaster. I'm going to kill myself and probably you, Althea, but... Okay. Sure. <laughs> so you want... What, what are you trying to do? You're trying to... Uh, uh, he doesn't know what he's I, trying I, to I, do. I'm trying to... I'll tell you exactly <laughs> what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to psychically create a bond of, of stasis whereby I want to know more about why she, Kaziah Mason, is trying to find more about me. And I'm trying to do it to buy time for them to go upstairs. So I'm basically trying to create... A middle. I'm trying to create the middle space between the attic and the basement. So what happens is suddenly Doctor Montrose fixes you with this look, and you see infinities flash before your eyes, and you see Amelia caught, and she seems to be locked in some kind of struggle. She's desperately trying to push Keziah Mason away from her. This this withered sort of skeletal creature she's trying to push it away but it keeps clawing back it's like she has extra limbs that crawl up and try and get into her mouth and her nostrils and her eye sockets and her ears and you realise that Amelia Court is trying to seal this away and Keziah Mason is trying to burst back out what does Mahoney do when he sees this? (laughs) Um, so all Mahoney's seen is, is Montrose kind of grabbing Steinberg by the shoulders and stare at him and, and then Steinberg is stepping back and holding this thing and he's shouting go upstairs yeah. and get the others so as far as he's concerned there's nothing particularly weird going on here um, <laughs> Montrose is just showing concern for his well-being C- certainly not not um, not compared to uh, all the antics that have gone on in the last 12 hours so I think he's just going to say uh, he's going to run up the stairs and and get the others. Fantastic. Uh, so going up the stairs, we've got... Abner Wick is probably walking slightly behind you, uh, Duckworth, and, and Sleep. But, Duckworth, can you give me yes. a power roll? I'd love to. Uh, here we go. Uh, 25 on a 50. So is that just on a half? That's exactly a half. Exactly. Nice. That is a that is a hard success. However, oh, it's an opposed roll, isn't it? Oh dear. You may well have wanted a. It's an opposed roll. He likes them. The supreme success, or an existential success. Exultant. An exultant success. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. So, yeah. Unfortunately, um, they got an extreme success. <gasps> and the bit sure. they've got a shit hot power as well. By by they, of course, you mean they. Yeah, yeah. Every other player in this game. Who is against me? So sleep. You're on the stairs with um, with Duckworth, who suddenly turns round and grabs you by the shoulders <laughs> and whips the bag off his face. His eyes are these like golden glowing beams of light that he tries to look into your eyes. What do you do? He's a lipless, lidless, glowing beast. Uh, well, I mean, is it? No one else has done a sanity roll for seeing this kind of thing, right? So it's, I don't have to... Actually, that's true. I didn't do a sanity roll for it. Uh, well, no, you haven't looked into its eyes properly yet. Oh, uh, yeah. Can you, but can it, you... just looks, so it just looks a bit weird, does it? Well, it depends if you've actually looked into it. Have you looked into its eyes? Have you looked... Okay, so I'm going up ahead. Mm-hmm. So does he grab me and spin me round? I guess so, yeah. Yeah, I'm, if I'm just so... behind you, I think I'd grab you by the shoulders and turn you to look into my eyes. It's up to Dom, obviously, but that's how I was picturing. Yeah. So you've got an opportunity to react physically. Well, I, I think I think instinctively, if I feel grabbed from behind, I, w- I, w- I would do a, a, a like a like a fighting brawl roll to sort of shake that off and push him away. Maybe try and push him down the stairs. Yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a fighting brawl roll, Dan. And what's your fighting brawl? 
Uh, mine is 40. <laughs> Do you want to roll it? You can roll it if you like. Mm, yeah, of yeah. course. Great. <laughs> I uh, think you might be all right. I got a 40. Great. That's a success. Fucking two spot-ons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I take it sleep has failed. <laughs> I can't push it, can I? Mm, no. Luck. No, no, no you I can't. Know. I don't have the luck. I don't have the luck, so I failed. In yeah. which case, I need an extreme power roll. No, of course, because he's touched you. What, like, like my my low power score is the root of the in this whole <laughs> scenario, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you, know what I mean? you may as well have a go. That's why I sent Mahoney up as backup. It's you guys will be fine. Well, my power is my power is twenty. My power is twenty. I can tell you now. It's worth having a go. <laughs> well, it's not. <laughs> go on then, do it, do it. I made some good rolls. I made a brawl roll. Have you rolled already, Danny? Have you rolled? Yeah, I've rolled. Oh, oh, oh. shit. I know those eyes. You suddenly feel like something is staring into your soul. Mm. You heard all this talk of witches and stuff. This is something else. This is something stranger. You feel like some kind of it doesn't even feel like a like a like a spiritual force it feels alien it feels unterrestrial and as you stare into this golden light you see these teeth just rows and rows of teeth that go on forever you feel this burning in your skull and you see um you see your death over and over again in a million different ways. You... <laughs> God. You'll be fine. You won't lose any sanity for this, mate. That's what you <laughs> It's like your soul itself is being put through some kind of crucible. Oh, God. And for, for, for Abner Wick, who's seeing this, as he's sort of below you on the stairs... It's a couple of seconds, but for you, it goes on. It's it's as if like twenty four hours passes in six months. Um, <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and can you give me a sanity roll, please? Okay, I'd like to remind you that my my sanity loss is halved because my mythos hardened. Very well true. said. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> I've obviously failed. <laughs> so this this could this could this could, could be it. This could be the end of sleep. Sleep no more. <laughs> no. No. He's fine. You lose three points of sanity. <laughs> oh crap! Have you still got a point of sanity left? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it. I've never seen this before. I've only ever seen people go straight through. Wow! 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 Uh, I rolled a, I rolled a six. Uh, oh, of course, yeah, perfect. Jesus Christ! Wow! <laughs> Mythos hardened. One sanity. Still in the game. Mythos hardened. I I um I take the little LED lights off my face and I go. I was just joking. What are you doing? Yeah. I feel like ironically, my best chance of survival is to shoot myself. <laughs> <laughs> Do well, you're still safe. Um, unfortunately, that is about madness. Because <laughs> you are yeah. sure. Well, well it would be true. Well, this this could be the end of Duckworth. Yeah. Oh. Or Abner Wick. Oh. Well, frankly, any of us actually. Come on, forty-five. You see. Well, no one sees this except for Abner Wick. Um, maybe Mahoney as he comes running up the stairs. You see Duckworth let go of, of sleep, who just passes, who just sort of passes out on the stairs. On Thank fuck for that. <laughs> <laughs> that is the absolute best thing that could happen. <laughs> Amazing. And as it happens, you just hear out of his mouth and sleep. <laughs> this is why I work alone. I think the first thing Mahoney's going to do when he reaches him is try and wake him up. <laughs> God, the cruel round goes on. What did you do to him? What did you do to sleep? You come to your senses, and and suddenly Mahoney's there. He wasn't there a second ago. Abner wicks up next to you. What happened? 
Well, what, me? So they do, I do come... Oh, no, they're saying it to Duckworth. Oh, all right. I don't know. He, he just went for me. Uh, there's something affecting him in this place. Perhaps we should get him outside the house. Um, we still haven't searched upstairs, though, and we need to... We need to finish this while we're here. We must finish this while we're here. Can you take him outside the house? Who'd you say that to? Wick. No, I don't. That's mental. Uh, <laughs> we might need him. him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I say, uh, don't worry, I'll, uh, I'll bring him too. Wick, go and search upstairs. I'll, I'll join you if you uh, shout for me. I'm sure it's empty. <laughs> he, he gives you a quizzical look and, and waddles up the stairs. Yes, good. <sighs> I, I, I'll come with you, Mr. Wick. Excellent. PJ, don't... Well, yes, okay. Um, I have a flashlight, I have a firearm. I'll be okay. You you look after sleep. Excellent. Yes, I, I shall. How, how's Montrose doing throughout this? Is she... Will you tell me? She. You've come back to your senses as well. But did she find a way into the underground? Where are these stairs now? Oh, my God. Thank goodness you were all right. What? What is it? Uh, Dr. Montrose. Are you all right? Through, through you, I gained access to some sort of insight to to the young woman. She is fighting Keziah Mason, even as we speak. We must help her. What, Miss Court? We, you and I, we are the key. We must help her while the others are she, there. She, she, she's not She's not here. Court. Hello? Is anyone upstairs? Have you found her? Court. Is she Court there? Court is here, but not in the calling out sort of way. She's she's here fighting her in, in the psychic realm, in, in the occult uh, planes of existence. I, I know I... Th- in the spare bedroom. Exactly, it's the spare bedroom. Oh, how are we meant to help there? There must be a way that we can help. And I'm clutching onto this thing, and I, 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 my, my knuckles are white. And I and I start to laugh, and I go, it's marvellous. So, so, do you know where she is? Is she, is, she, is she here? Is she downstairs? Is she upstairs? Where is she, daughter? Okay, so sleep definitely said for Montrose to go downstairs. I did pass my previous psychology check. So I know that he's. I think that he's. A, it's a. It's a ruse. So I say to the. I say that to um, Montrose. You see, it is. It is classic sleep. He's trying to set us off the. Te- the scent. He heard something upstairs. I think. Maybe he's worried that if he sees it, then he'll lose it. No, the other way around. Heroism leading him into total destruction. It's what he's wanted from the moment I've met him. But come on. All right. We'll <laughs> head back towards. Or head towards the stairs, I suppose, behind Mahoney at this point. Fine, let's go upstairs. Upstairs. So you start heading upstairs as well. Um, Mahoney and uh, Wick, you've got to the top of the stairs. Mm. And the landing, there are, there are small doors off to either side, and then there's a big like dividing door that's like folds in and out onto um, a what you assume is a bigger room at the front of the house so you can kind of open it to let the light in all of a sudden mm. and it's sort of partly open and you can see behind as the sort of the red lightning occasionally lights up the room there are piles of books in there all piled up and there's the soft flicker of candlelight and by now you can hear this sort of whispering voice okay so I'll kind of and wait, wait for the others to um get to the top of the stairs and I think that's where we gotta go we gotta be careful she may have incredible resources at her disposal yeah. I thrust I thrust the pendant into Montrose's um, hand if, if she will allow me to and I say be careful it is a symbol of the devil but, but, but this is just no no I must pointless. I, you, I must, I must help Duckworth with sleep she takes the pendant and just thrusts it into a pocket. Watch the others. Do not trust it. It is only a symbol. Ah, Scheiße, I'm too small. And let me get under him. <laughs> Hurry. Hurry up. You're going to go down and get them. Hurry up. You take that. Go and check them. I will take him out. I'll help take him out. So I'll, tr- I'll try and help Duckworth get sleep out as fast as we can. Like, literally just throw him outside the house and then get back in there with him. Yes, yes. <laughs> Chuck him out the door. <laughs> like bad milk. There he goes. He'll be fine. <laughs> Sleep. 
sleep. <laughs> wake, sleep, wake. <laughs> Eventually he comes to his senses. Dr. Montrose, I'm sure Duckworth will join us again. Duckworth, come up. Um, I think he's uh, answering the call of nature out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's down there dealing with everything. Um, I think we will only have one shot at this, Dr. Montrose. Do you remember anything from your studies? I, I, I don't even know what it is that she's trying to do for us to intervene to stop it or save her. I don't. But, but, but from what you said to me in the in the cab, it seems so long ago, the Mason dates... They are they are prime to the Jacobean uprising. Not Jacobean uprising. Sorry, that's wrong. My English is so bad. The Jacobean period of witchcraft. You know, the, the, do you have any text in your memory that you could use? Something that you could put trust in. Your, all of your academic training, the powers that you have possessed. I don't know. I I have no idea what I'm even doing here. What's going on? I I I, I don't know. Surely, surely together we can try to. Doctors, doctors. Are you asking me to cast some sort of spell? I, I have no idea. I, I spin round when he says doctors, doctors, like I'm like I'm a schoolboy being told off. We're both spin around. <laughs> it's just a, a, a young lady with a, a bunch of old papers. I don't know what you're talking about. I've, I've got a firearm here. You've got a, a sword. you carrying a sword around with you. I, it's, She's gonna give give up the papers as soon as we say, ah, Mr. Duckworth, you've returned. I don't, I yes. don't need to tell Mr. Duckworth or Miss or Mr. Vic, but uh, I am talking about. But you, PJ, you are now the knight at the threshold. Ah, uh, knights and bishops and whatnot. I, I, we just gotta get on with it. Come on. Spoken like a true knight, uh, and I I sit down next to her, uh, and I try and study what she's saying. What you next to? Amelia Court. So long as it's not interrupting any kind of ritual patterns or anything like that. Yeah. Oh, no, she's... Have we actually even gone into the room yet? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were still out. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were still out. I was going to go in. Um, you can kind of see through a crack in the door. Ah, oh, sorry, my misunderstanding. I thought the doors were open, sorry. They're sort of partly open, so you can kind of just about see in. As you get closer, you see that there is a, there is a kind of magical circle drawn on the floor in chalk uh, with candles at specific places. Uh, Amelia Court is sat uh, kneeling, actually, um, in a small ball in the centre of this uh, magical circle. She's she's chanting and whispering. The witch trial papers are laid out, open, unfolded in front of her. The room is electric with this red light. It's very strange, and it, it makes you feel kind of disoriented. I step, I step back to the disorientation, and I leave Montrose's side, and I deliberately go back to to Duckworth, and I grip hold of his arm. Yes, try to stand. Is me. anyone else doing anything else physically? I'm, I'm going to, as soon as I uh, sort of had a moment to take in the uh, the situation, I'm, I, I'm going to stride over there uh, and uh, attempt to take the papers off. <laughs> Scheiße, nein! Miss Court, what are you, what are you doing? Nein, nein. What are you doing here? This is crazy. You gotta give those papers back. They're stolen from the university. Okay, in which case I sprint for him and I try and stop him from physically touching her or indeed involving himself with the papers. Oh, I would like to do something else. So, which uh, which I've made much harder for myself because I had a plan otherwise. So this uh, this is this is Dex order again. One second. Well, it counts against me, so I should probably go last or something, Don, because I was obviously going the wrong direction. Dan, and what, what were you? Did you say you were going to do something? I wanted to speak to Amelia. Well, that you can do without. Yeah, you know, that's not going to get in the way, is it? I mean, are we are we at the point where we're kind of acting in initiative order? And... He did. He did call yeah. that. I felt like I was jumping the gun, so instead of hissing, I was going to hiss to you, Duckworth. I was going to say, "You can take it. You can take Vic, right?" And then I was going <laughs> to get involved, but. All of that's fucking gone out of the window, lad. <laughs> so, Mahoney, you stride up and you say what you've just said. Uh, Abner Wick, he speaks. He doesn't shout. He just says it very quite clearly. He says, be careful. <laughs> but he he stays in the doorway <laughs> for now. What does Steinweg do? I sprint up to Mahoney. Even though I hear the words, be careful, I'm just concerned that he might just sort of cross the line of the chalk or all of that stuff so I, I just kind of go I go up to him as fast as I possibly can and say you must not interrupt what she's doing she's fighting the witch even now and that's me fantastic um sleep what happened to sleep so sleep's outside 
but awake. Is that what we're saying? I think I was. I maybe have just been woken up by being thrown outside, but sort of just stirring. Is that right? Yeah, tossed you onto the porch. So, if what can if I look up at the windows that I can see at the top of the house, can I see anything? You can see red light pulsating in there. Climb up the drain pipe and do it. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh God! And just the distant sound of Darude sandstorm. <laughs> I open my hip flask of bourbon whiskey and drain it. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. And, uh... To fallen comrades. <laughs> I just sort of make my way round the house to see if I can see up into the top room from any other windows. What does Duckworth do in this moment? I think if I'm within hearing distance of Miss Court, I'm just going to say, um... Amelia, what do you mean to do? Do you mean to destroy it or use it? She looks up at you and she says, We are on your side, I believe. She says, uh, Amelia's not here. And she holds out her hand. Can you give me a power roll? Yeah. <laughs> a one. So, a one on a 50. So, my power was very good. My power was very good. Oh, wow. You feel a kind of discomfort in you, in your stomach. But then you realise that whatever she's doing isn't isn't working, and she because her, her attention is clearly split between several different different things at once, and she just sort of turns away from you with scorn. Rude, like you know, I tried to be nice, Doctor Montrose. No, no pressure. <laughs> what did she do? <laughs> yeah. She's not, she's, yeah. So fucking weird. Yeah. As we, as we all Don't. shout across the room, trying different psychology roles. <laughs> Take out the top gun. How will you save us all? Doctor Montrose is is watching Abner Wick carefully. She holds a cane, so rather than using it to support herself, she could have holds it, grabs it tightly, ready to to, to strike something. She sort of walks into the room to get a closer look at what. Uh, what's going on with Duckworth and this exchange that he's having with Doc, uh, with uh, Amelia Court uh, to get a better look at her. Mm. Her eyes glow slightly with this red light. <sighs> what to do? And what's Wick doing as he watches this? She's staying he's, in the door. But now he's just watching. He's moving. He's slowly walking into the room. Um, there is something going on here that's beyond petty occultism or even grand Christianity. The only thing I could suggest is, if she's surveying the scene, is to attempt an occult role to gain. This is a ritual. Hmm. This is a ritual, and this is something connected to witchcraft. The the the, the, the reality, the potency of, of, of this, that she studied somewhat, she can now see. Um, and she's no expert, but this will probably be a... Hmm. Oh, fucking hell, it's a roll, I rolled a zero two. I rolled a zero oh. two. <laughs> yeah. And a twenty-five. I base five. I've got twenty points. That that's a, that would be a successful Cthulhu Mythos roll as well. Uh, it would be. Yeah. Um, actually. Um, it, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, I'm happy to take it as like a combined roll. Well, well, certainly. Yeah. Given where we're at, Why what not? she's seen, then yeah. As I just said, this is me- this is nothing. This is beyond silly pamphlets and fairy tales. Mm. Uh, the occultist in you looks at this, and you realise that it's not an occult tradition you're familiar with, but. It bears the hallmarks of an invocation rather than an abjuration. Right. So it's yes. very much trying to bring out whatever. Bring out right. rather than protect against or yeah. imprison. And your Cthulhu mythos knowledge, yeah, confirms that this is. This creature before you may look like Amelia Court, but it's not her. Then, with that insight, I straight up. Um, to the shoulder of Dr. Duckworth look at him look at her look back at him I say it's not Amelia Court and I try and smack her over the head with my cane fantastic amazing we'll, we'll go into decks I'm sure but I think I'm convinced enough by my experience and this 
thing to join you in that moment of beating this woman to death. It's an invocation. She's trying to bring something here. We must stop her. I believe so. Everyone's overtaking PJ. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) PJ's like, ah! I rolled exactly the same that I rolled before. I've rolled a 22 for this brawl check. Exactly the same as I rolled before when I was trying to bar up my wife. I rolled a 20 fucking 2. That's stick. That's your lucky stick. Nice. That is, a, that is a normal pass. Let's have the damage. Uh, All those points in brawl, I Give you a D8, and it's an it's another fucking six on a yeah. D8, exactly as it was. Fucking fucked up. Sweet to God, 22 on a percentage and a six on a D8. Two notches. Two notches on that stick. And luckily, this Elder God only has, like, 12,000 health, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, won't be a problem. Well... <laughs> Uh, you give her a major wound. Oh my Ooh, Christ! Oh, she doesn't cool. avoid it. Oh wow! No. And uh, too zealous. <laughs> she just about stays conscious as you crack her really hard on the skull. There's the breaking of bone, and she she hits the deck. Her eyes are sort of rolling in her skull. She's sort of half conscious. She's babbling nonsense, and she sort of rolls across the floor. You do catch something. She says though. She seems to say. You fools, you fools. Don, can I ask yeah. a question? Yeah. When I when I saw the battle between them, mm. did I did I get the sense that there was any um what am I trying to ask here? I I, <laughs> I think I'm on the other side of this whole discussion right now. I feel like I thought she was the person who was holding Kaziah Mason back. She tried to summon Kaziah Mason into her. She realized it was a bad idea, so uh, she was yeah. trying to push her back. These two have just knocked her out, so now Kaziah Mason can come out. I saw that initially until the response I got personally, but... Yeah, okay, was okay. I'm not even going to ask the question. I, I'm going to shut up, and I'm going to see what happens. Okay. <laughs> but I'm really stressed. So be it. What does what does Mahoney do? So, uh, for, for Dan's benefit, um, Doctor Montrose has uh, has deduced that uh, there's some sort of summoning or something yes, going on this here. Is an she's invocation, not an evocation. And she's twatted um, uh, Amelia Court around the head with her stick. Yeah, very very good effect. Exactly <laughs> the same brawl roll and exactly the same damage when I attacked Abner Wick in the middle of her delusion. She's currently our secret weapon. Temple splitting effect. So PJ is going to grab the um, the papers up um, that she's she's been pouring over. So I am physically right next to him, but you are faster than me. So I think he Am I? he breaks Am I? he breaks out of my hands. Yeah, you are the first, right? I am sixty-five. Dex. If we're on if we're on Dex order, I, I well, I my Dex is thirty. Oh, you are the last. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we always seem to start with you. Ah, in which case, <laughs> why do why so do we start fun. with him then? We don't. We usually start with Abner Wick because he's incredibly fast. Yeah, yeah, he's very fast. Yeah. Oh, so it was because he was outside and was encountering the... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was outside and he was encountering Lennox, whatever the fuck his name is. Flanagan. Flinders. But now there's something even faster in the room. Because as soon as um, Mahoney picks up the papers... Oh, Christ. You feel... They feel hot. They actually burn your hand a little bit. It's like holding a hot pan. You know, the first few seconds, you're like, this is actually going to burn in a second. And then just as you think that something black and tendrilous begins to rise off of the page. You think it's the ink at first rising up and it kind of glistens like ink but it, it and suddenly it's, it's poured onto the floor, it's rising up, it's this tumultuous mass and it's the size of a bear and you see inside of it these long long canine teeth and these red eyes that burn somewhere inside of it no. I mean, I've already seen no, that, no, right? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You saw a fragment of it. No, do you believe oh, me or This is bigger and, and worse. And it's clearer as well. It's, uh, it's like, its mass is made up. At first it looks like ink uh, or oil. And then you see, like, it's like these red worms that just fall. Maggots just falling and rising and falling and rising. 
um, and there's a stench in the room, this stench of earth, like damp earth fills the room and the smell of ash and cinders and can everyone do a sanity roll? Except for sleep. Not me. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I grew up on Western Superman, so like, literally nothing he said was that offensive. 83 is very much a feel. I'm just going to double check, because I'm that kind of cunt of a player. There's, uh, I don't get any dispensation for the fact that I've basically seen one of these before. Have you lost the m- maximum amount of sanity that you can lose for seeing one of them? No, that's not helpful as a fellow player, but yeah, I'll roll the <laughs> I think it's in- uh, Actually, I think it's very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think you passed that roll and you lost that's one. True. I, did, I did. I escaped. He's right. And you're both right. Even I remember that from the old rules. But I got to 21, so I'm fine, actually. Well, I might not be fine. I don't think you're fine. <laughs> fine is a relative term fine. at this stage. <laughs> you may still deduct as much sanity as you like, but uh, I got a 21 on my 31. 38 of my sanity is 43. I succeeded. 49 on a 57. I mean, succeeding this. Did everyone, everyone succeed? No, Montrose failed. I rolled an 83. Oh, sure. And we needed her. Considering we all go insane as soon as we see any of this stuff, so... But, yes. So... If you succeeded, you lose three points of sanity. Dr. Montrose loses seven points of sanity. Yeah. Okay. Not that it makes a massive amount of difference at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Is that everyone having a bout of madness right now? Apart from sleep. Well, anyone who's indefinitely insane... Would. Which is everybody? That's all of us. So you're all having a bad match. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from Kirk's sleep. He's outside. He's our secret weapon. <laughs> That's pure poetry. I think a mass hallucination. I'm going to do a summary. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. I like it. So I think that'll be more interesting. This is where it ends. I think. As the place begins to burn down. You're all obsessed with ending this scenario. And you will do anything it takes to... (laughs) Just as you all see this thing, you suddenly see Abner Wick running past you towards it. You hear him shout something as this thing turns and lunges towards you. What is sleep doing? So having circled the building, not being able to see anything from the windows, but hearing a certain amount of commotion, I've said... Damn it, this is why I like to work alone. <laughs> and um and gone to the door of the building and placed myself back up against the wall next to the door with my gun drawn, ready to deal with anyone or anything who comes out of comes out of the door. Mm. Okay. But I'm not going back in that house. Fair play. About you you wait there for maybe twenty minutes and then suddenly Abner Wick appears. Oh, no. It looks like he's been in a fire. Half of his face is hanging down. And you can see that his teeth look very similar to that skull that you found in his shop. And he's sort of clutching at his face. And he looks around and he goes, Sleep! Sleep! And then he sees you and he says, Come quickly. The worst is over, but I think your friends might be dead. Do you go with him? When he says come quickly, does he make it sound like he wants me to go back in the house? Yeah. I'm I'm stood right by the door. He's come out the door. Mm. I put my gun to his face and I fire three shots into his face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy! (laughs) No. Give me... Give me the rolls. Uh, Yeah, you can roll these straight. Okay, that's 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 it. I'm out. Three straight rolls. That's a regular success. That's a regular success. Yeah. Go for hard. That's a hard. That's success. what I told you. Yeah, fact, yeah. I'm going to spend three points of luck to make that last one an extreme success. Did you say you're shooting him in the back of the head or the face? Well, it uh, it, it depends where. Like what I, I was thinking that he would. 
I was thinking that he would come out the door and he wouldn't see me and I could put my gun up behind the back of his I was hoping he would come out and I could put my gun to the back of his head but if he's already if he's come out and spotted me then I'm shooting him in the face yeah or you could wait till he turns to go back inside yeah. that's what I had in my head that's what I'll do yeah that's what I'll do and of course he's got centralised intelligence so it's not like one brain that has been through <laughs> I'll say I'm uh, I'm right I'm right behind you, Wick. <laughs> and as I say, I'm right behind you, Wick. I raise my gun to the back of his head and fire these three shots off. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't see it coming. Uh, Two regulars so, and an extreme. So roll the damage. Sorry for the rest of you. Well, I think we're all dead anyway, so <laughs> But then again, I'm not. I like to work alone. <laughs> Thirty five points of damage. Fucking Christ. Guns are horrible. That's the most from a handgun we've ever done, I think. So you blow him apart. I blew him apart. The shame. I like that little doggy. You've basically shot him in cold blood with him turning his back to you and without showing you any kind of hostility at all. Sanity roll. <laughs> hey. Really? <laughs> really? That's not all in a day's work. <laughs> it ain't the first time and it won't be the last time. I think it might be the last time, frankly enough. <laughs> now that you say that. I don't know. He, I mean, he's a mad occultist who's who sh- shown... Isn't there some kind of leeway there? He's, he's a ghoul in training, isn't he? Hey, <laughs> why, would, why would I have to do a sanity roll? You, he's certainly not the first person I've blown away. All he's done to you, really, is ask for a deal. He's a hardened cop. He's immune to that. And he furnished you with tea, port and sherry. Took us out to lunch. And then accompanied you... <laughs> Are you making a moral judgment on my action, or are you telling me I need to... I'm just saying, the only person he attacked was Harlan Roach, who I think we can all say was a I think, I think we're pretty yeah, sure this uh, guy eats people in some way that we don't understand. Didn't eat you, though, did he? No. Yeah. Well, I, I'm saying you, is, I, I, know you're, I know you're grabbing onto that last sanity point, but... I, I, I think, I think for the human. dramatic conceit of sleep walking away on one point of sanity <laughs> and brushing his hands oh. job well done <laughs> blows the quarter away from the barrel <laughs> so, so, well, so well, I guess we all need to know what's, what is sleep doing yeah well well, do you rescue the others is the main question are they rescuable I say rescue do you go and get them <laughs> Do you go and check on them, or do you just walk away? Do you oversee them going into the asylum, those that are still alive? Um, I, so I, without going through the door, I call, I call in. I say, um, Mahoney, Steinbeck, Dr. Montrose, Duckworth. Do I get any response? No answer comes. No answer comes. What, what did I hear before... Before, uh, what's his face? What's his chops came out? Uh, you heard probably shouting, screaming, gunfire. Yeah, probably a bit of gunfire. Maybe the swish of a blade through the air. Yeah. The breaking of glass, the splintering of wood. Maybe some German. A policeman's whistle. Maybe some poetry. <laughs> Not much. N- nothing to, nothing untoward. Oh, man. Oh, God. I don't know. You tell me. Oh. You're on your own, son. I'm in- <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. These guys, I mean, look, this is this is Call of Cthulhu. We aren't heroes, are we? I think... Wow. I think Sleep turns his back. He turns his back and walks away. He walks to the car. He opens the door. He takes one look back at the house. Can you see any movement from the upstairs windows? No. He says, I always did like to work alone. Now, now for some shut-eye. He climbs into the car, closes the door, starts the engine, and drives. <laughs> the rest of you, the rest of you wake up ten hours later. What the fuck? You've all on half the hit points you're currently on. Okay. Okay. And you wake up on the floor in a room that is clearly underground there are shelves shelving units there's an old boiler that's sort of humming and over to your left there is what appears to be a kind of well there's a sort of low brick well built into the ground but you're definitely underground 
and you suddenly realize your hands and your ankles are tied and as you look at the well a hand comes out and then another and a figure rises out of it followed by another and you recognize them it's Hector and Carla and they walk over to you and they say we brought you back from the house but now we need to know where is our nephew exclusive scenario from the monophobia collection that's right I finally got to work alone so to answer your question Mike that's that's what Crimson Letters is like you probably run it in one session to be honest <laughs> uh, <laughs> 